about to enter a world of pain, suffering, and laughter. Blaylock in the house, along with Mike Pace and Jeff Garlock on this episode of Worst Gig Ever. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing great. And you know why? Because this week we have Joe Pickett and Nick Pruer of the Found Footage Festival on the show. Kindred spirits, I would say. I would definitely say. Great dudes and great guests. Yeah, if you don't know what these guys do... You're missing out. <laughs> but so if so listen up and figure out what they do. Exactly. These guys, they're curators. They are presenters. They are entertainers. They find the weirdest, funniest, coolest VHS detritus, you might say. <laughs> Put it all together. I would it, but you would. <laughs> Well, that's... Well, you know, uh, hey, d- different hey, strokes, man. Exactly. Actually, Gary Coleman is also involved uh, to a certain extent. <laughs> with their traveling sideshow. Exactly. Show, where they go around all over the place and they show these video clips. The best and, of the worst. Yeah. Th- th- it, is, it is kind of a match made in space. Us really and these is. guys. Uh, and a lot of great stories come out. In fact, there's one right there. <laughs> what? We got one in that, the mailbox. That's a, rem- that's a reminder. It's it's they harken back to the glory days, late eighties, early nineties, when VHS culture was king. Right, they've found the way to take like the best Saturday nights of your youth, spent looking through your local VHS store, your local video video store. store, Yes, (laughs) no, I called a VHS store. Your local video store, and trying to find the weirdest stuff you can. Yes, and they have found the the perfect job of. Presenting, I, and that. I think on behalf of America, we owe these guys a debt of gratitude. Big gratitude for, for what they. I would say the Beasties Boys song "Gratitude" was written about was, them. Was written about them. Uh, speaking of gratitude and hearkening back, last week Jeff and I went to go see Yes at Westbury Music Fair on Long Island. Yes. You know what wasn't a worse concert? No, that was that, that was phenomenal. My first time seeing yes, second, second. time. Uh, of course, uh, the John Anderson, the original lead singer, not with the group as of well course. as uh, uh, Rick Wakeman, not playing keyboards. But other than that, the guy filling or their their singer now, his name is also John. Phenomenal. Sounds exactly like him. Hit yeah. in the notes, and I mean, we were in an old bad theater. We like were, you couldn't was, believe. And you know, you knew it was old because it was theater in the round. Theater in the That's round like just screams. Like, You're going to be watching some old man bands. There was a guy. There were guys behind us who were telling us about seeing Gentle Giant and Dio play at some club in Hempstead on Long right. Island, and literally having to fight their way out from the trannies. And the black hookers on the street. Oh, yes. It was a <laughs> wonderful story from some amazing individuals. I mean, I couldn't... At certain points, I wasn't sure if I was more enamored with the amazing band on stage yep. or some of the amazing fans who mostly looked like they were from, like, a trade show. We were in the younger bracket. We were in definitely in the younger brackets. Uh, there were definitely guys who looked like they were maybe in, like, uh, industrial metals sales. <laughs> 
but were doing their night off to go exactly. see Yes, and they were gigging. And and the band uh, played uh, in it in their entirety the Yes album, Close to the Edge, and Going for the One, not, and still did an encore. And did an encore. <laughs> did a little roundabout. Uh, it was a phenomenal evening. If you haven't seen the band. We wholeheartedly recommend. Except for Steve has line six amp. That's right. We don't, rec- um, we don't recommend that aspect, but everything else. As people who have dabbled. Maybe not the electric bongos as, that as, the singer was playing. As people who have dabbled in the musical world, the line six amp would not be the amplification of choice. God, no. But Steve Howe gets a free pass. You know who else gets a free pass? Anyone who decides to download <laughs> any back episodes of Worst Gig Ever, the podcast, you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Find us on Facebook, worstgigeverpodcast.tumblr.com. They're all back there. Shoot us an email. Have you seen Yes recently? Got what you want to talk about it? Worst we would ever. love to get emails about that. Worst so, uh, gig uh, ever. Yeah, like us on Facebook and, and write on our wall how what they played at your Yes show. Yeah, uh, there's, and then, there's so much uh, you can do. Or you just can tweet directly to us. Just tweet your favorite Yes song to at Mikey Pace. At Jeff... I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> brother. <laughs> Jeff Warlock. What was I going to say? <laughs> at G Garlock or at Worst Gig Ever. Got that right. There's but so much good stuff. There's so much out there for you to utilize. But until then, go listen to some yes, <laughs> and then go listen to the rest of this episode. <laughs> With the Found Footage Festival, With the Found guys. Footage Festival, guys. Okay, in 2005, we were just starting to take our show, Found Footage Festival, uh, away from New York and Minneapolis, where we lived, to go on an extended tour. Mm-hmm. And so we planned a West Coast tour uh, that was two weeks long, and we had the major cities on there, like L.A. and San Francisco and Portland and all that, Right. but we had to fill in blanks. On the weekdays, much like yes, the the, the terrible parts of tour. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we didn't hire like a you know somebody to book right. the show for you did the it show DIY we did it all ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. So one of the in between dates was in San Luis Obispo, which is a college <laughs> town, and uh, seemed like a cool college town. You know, there's some interesting things about it. It's nice in, little hamlet. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the mountains and yeah. all this stuff. And naively, we thought. This is what gigging bands did is they, they found fans of theirs on the internet and, uh, would stay at their houses. I mean, what could go wrong? <laughs> right. Well, yes. Many times it goes terribly wrong, as I'm sure we will hear. I think yeah. most of the time yes. it goes Almost terribly wrong. Almost all times when you've got to beg for a place to stay. Yeah. Bad news. And MySpace was the, you know, the Facebook didn't exist at that point. Right. So we went on MySpace and just said, we need a place to stay in San Luis Obispo. And, uh, if anyone is interested in putting us up for the night, we're, you know, friendly and clean and all this <laughs> stuff. And uh, somebody did respond. This this nice girl said, yeah, you can come stay with my roommates and I, and we'd be happy to put you up and cook for you and all this stuff. And it sounded it sounded too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they offered to cook for you. Too. Yeah. I mean, this is, that's the red flag. Uh, so we said, yeah, and we got to uh, San Luis Obispo and... Uh, uh, we, we showed up at their house and it was three, uh, young girls, like in college mm-hmm. and our college age. And, um, there was gift baskets for us. Do you remember that? Yeah. There was, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what was in it. There was like, <laughs> like you're showing up at the Oscars. Yeah, it was. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Gum and. I think there were actual baskets too. Yeah. 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 So it, it again. That's adorable. Yeah. It was adorable. Off to a great start. Yeah. <laughs> off to a great start. 
And, uh, and then I, I think we just were kind of making small talk before the show. And we said, um, so what brings you to San Luis Obispo? They're from all over. And, um, one of the girls said, uh, well, you know, there's a lot of reasons, but the main reason is Jesus Christ. Oh, brother. <laughs> we were kind of like, but what was the real reason? <laughs> right. Like, the weather, I mean, right. the, the weather's way. nice here. Yeah. It's got to be one of those. <laughs> like, oh boy, okay. Yeah. This might be uh, not quite what we're, oh, we're thinking. Oh, this is what we're in for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they turned out to be religious people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, maybe that was the reason for their suspicious niceness. I don't know. <laughs> sure. But, but um, again, Never we were like... Never trust niceness is the yeah. main thing to already take from this. But they weren't being overly, you know, they weren't proselytizing yet no, or no, no, anything. Right. But, yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, regardless, there's a lot of questionable content in our show, especially early on. It was a little rougher on the edges. Mm-hmm. One thing we feature in every show is full frontal male nudity. Right. So it's like kind of our unwritten on rule. Video. <laughs> not it's like, you know, it's not erotic stuff. It's not like porn. <laughs> right. It's like medical videos right. of like a, a boner yeah. machine. Right. Or something. But you're going to see a boner. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. You're, get, you're definitely going to see a boner Rules in our show. Rules. Yeah. You're so, not going to be turned on by that bone. Yes, it's, but it will be there. It's it kind of a lifeless. Hopefully, you're going to see it. Yes, so, exactly. Right. Every, every day. And especially these girls would not be turned on by this bone. I mean, they, they were. Nobody would be turned no, on by the no. boner that we showed in but, the It was right. like for a medical device. But in my head, while well, while they're talking about their their mission, you know, their missionaries uh, to these college students and things like that, and we're thinking, we know in our heads what they're about to see because they're coming <laughs> right. to the show. We right. even thought about not playing it. But we're yeah. Because like, oh, there are hosts who are like, well, are they going to let us stay there afterward? And uh, there's really no way to extricate ourselves. Though. So we went and, and showed up at the venue. And um, it was a it was a bar that uh, had just opened. They didn't normally do live mm-hmm. things. And, uh, and so we got there and the guy had forgotten we were going to play that night oh, like I, class. Class. yes yeah. you could just tell that he had no idea oh yeah i mean i guess we could get it together Ugh. yeah but the worst part was it, i think it was monday night mm-hmm. and monday night football was on oh and everybody was already in there watching monday night football and all easy the competition so you're already competing with yes something. yes well yeah. worse because he there was only there wasn't like a separated area for performing it was just one bar and so he he basically had to to tell no, everybody. No, he asked us first yeah. to go and ask everybody to either pay the admission or to leave because we were doing the show. So we, the performers, had to go up and... Hey, people. football fans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I think we convinced him to say yeah. it. And we just no kind of sat there with our arms folded right. watching him deliver the news and kind of see all these people like pointing at me. But the game, <laughs> it's the second quarter and it's tied. Sorry, these guys are doing their video show. Their silly video show. <laughs> yeah. There'll be a boater, don't yeah. worry. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> All right, never mind then. Here's my cash. Five dollars, sure. <laughs> yeah. And so I think the whole bar cleared out. It was empty. <laughs> yeah. And we're going on and trying to get the DVD player hooked up. That's how we play our clips yeah. and stuff. And uh, there, I remember there was also a disco ball that just was constantly turning. And we spent like a good forty-five minutes trying to turn it off. But I don't right. think you can turn off a disco ball. Yeah, wow. yeah. It, it just keeps moving. moving. Yeah. Once you start, you never it. see a disco ball yeah. that isn't moving. Actually. Right, exactly. It's a scientific trick. It's a perfect motion. Yeah, perpetual you motion. You can't turn off reflecting. Right. Yeah. You know? No. So. It had a mind of its own. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it was on the screen the entire show were disco lights, <laughs> which is uh, distracting. Um, and then I think maybe 
10 people kind of showed up and were like, is this where it is? Right. Like, who are coming to see the show? And uh, we had gotten some decent press in town, but still only 10 people, maybe 15 I think it was up. 14 because we, we called that the slow line. San Luis right. Obispo, we called it the slow line. Like, uh-huh. Are we going to beat the slow line tonight? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> 14 slow people is the nickname the for line. San Luis Obispo. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, the slow line. And at one point, we had like a costume change in this show that were we uh, were really ambitious. Yeah, we've, we've since quit. <laughs> yeah, I feel that's the that's the path of most creators. Sounds like <laughs> this podcast. Yeah, right? exactly. Doing sketches at yeah. the beginning. Yeah, when we first started, yeah we had all these characters. And finally, it's like you know, let's just uh, do it. Yeah, uh, that's tiring. Yeah, yeah. So we've given it up. But yeah, for a long time there was like. Uh, you know, when we had a, a certain bit that was more involved mm-hmm. in the show, we'd say, is it going to be over the amount of people we had in San Luis Obispo? So is it over the slow line? So Joe would be like, do I have to, you know, it, it wear the cake co- costume too? So I'd wear this cake <laughs> costume. And, you know, it never got that big a laugh. No, right. And it was like, why are we, uh, in yeah. hindsight, it's like, why did we keep doing that? Yeah. We should have learned like after yeah. three shows, especially when you're playing for 14 people, right. dressed sure. up in the cake costume. There's mild We chuckles. did it. We did it that night. I remember we, you, you still went back, found a place to change and <laughs> and it killed that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was no. the night you waited for <laughs> no mild chuckles yeah so have, the, have the girls the christian girls they, showed up at this oh, they yeah, showed yeah. up they were one of the 14 uh three of the 14 people mm-hmm. so good so they didn't pay either a good so yeah, yeah. Paid yeah. perfect uh yeah we took a loss basically so you're clearing about 60 bucks that yep. night. maybe yeah. maybe for lucky and yeah. then um so we did the show and we looked down during the uh the penis clip Mm-hmm. And bo- well, well, boner clip. Boner yes. clip. Is that a look down in shame, or you're looking down at the audience? <laughs> looking down at them. Yeah. yeah. Well, we looked down on the audience, but but then we they were also looking down. The three girls. Who Wait, were did they have a us. stage in this place? It, yeah, there was a bit of a stage. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like a classic. Yeah. Yeah. A class. yeah. Yeah. I can sometimes just because sometimes I'm not sure if I like the 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 little foot high one or it feels more awkward when there's like ten people <laughs> and but you're elevated. Yeah. Yes. Like I'm the, the ro- important person yeah. in front of all thirteen. The rocket of you. bar in St. Louis, Missouri. Did you ever play there? No, but it's I, in a, I, I it's, can imagine. It's in a corner and it's a it's like over like <laughs> it's everyone like, has. It's to like look the Andy off. Kaufman talk show. Yes. Uh, yeah. It is exactly like that, and there's no one ever at those shows. But go on. That, oh, so it did feel a little bit like that. We looked down at the girls, and they were all three checking their cell phones, like yeah. looking down. But I was thankful for that. Yeah, right. I was thankful. They're and... reading the Lord's Prayer on their <laughs> cell phones. <laughs> now, this has got to be pre-smartphones. Be yeah. Flip phones. They were texting oh, to each other. Text. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It, well, yeah, it would have been rosary beads if cell yes, phones exactly. hadn't been invented. It was a dancing gif of a rosary bead. <laughs> and and they, these rosary bleeds? And then cannibal run for you guys. But then afterwards, we just kind of like were shamefully pulling up our cables and all this stuff. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, uh, the girls were kind of like, well, we'll see you back at the house. There was nothing like, wow. Um, good show. Good show. <laughs> yeah. Funny. That but was... they were still letting you stay there. They were yeah. still. I... But it was kind of like, you know, you finish up that show and it's like, oh, our, our night's just starting right, right now. Like, you know, normally you're done at that right. point. We're just, you can commiserate, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and this one, you know, it's work. Like when you, whenever somebody who you don't know offers you to stay at their place, it's great, and we appreciate it. But it's work, yeah, because you're not, you can't flip the off switch and just watch infomercials at your hotel. Even if right. you're staying with like a family member or something, you still right. have to like hang out and chat. Sure, yeah. yeah. So and how's the tour going? Uh, yeah. yeah, I I, uh, I learned I toured with Neil Hamburger for a mm-hmm. week, and he never stays at people's places. Yeah. yeah, that was one thing that he told us about. And we're like, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, you as know? you that get older, everything. You, especially in a touring bit, like it got harder and harder. You get to like, a point <laughs> where it's like, okay, I did the sleeping on a couch thing for a yes. while. Yeah, so just pony up. 
And I, I, luckily, I would count on the three other dudes in the band to be the talkers. Uh-huh. Like, and I could be the cranky one who sits and watches infomercials. Oh, yeah. Like, cause I'd be like, now nah, you go ask their life story and drink a beer with them while I go and lay it's in my like, sleep. It's like, I would bed. rather pay 30 bucks and stay at a shitty Motel yeah. 6. Cause you do still have to be that ambassador. Cause yeah. they think it's cool. I mean, theoretically, I don't know about these Christian girls. Right. But they think it's cool that, like, the entertainment for the night is, is and it's staying. there, and especially it's it, if it's their night, like it's like yeah. you guys have two other weeks like to go, oh, yeah. you know, or you're in the middle, and they've get, this is their one time to shine. Yeah, you're like, but I don't want to shine tonight. <laughs> so okay, so you wind up going back to the yeah, house. and and really, there uh, I don't know if there's a real button to the story, but we but we we did end up talking till way too late, and then finally kind of had to be like. I'm sorry, but I'm, we're just really deep, yeah. you know, and we were, but also we didn't want to talk about their missions and, uh, you know. Is that what most of the conversation was when you got back? There's a lot of Jesus yeah. talk, yeah. It yeah. was. It's, long story short, we're both full on Christians yeah, right now, great. and we wanted to talk to you guys. <laughs> I'm glad about, this is working uh, out. Yeah. This How long is the podcast now? <laughs> okay. uh, we'll extend for this one. It's a special <laughs> The Lord's Hour, whatever yeah. long that is. Uh, were they just straight, do you have any idea, were they just straight Christian, or were they any sort of, like, like Seventh-day Adventist? I think it was evangelical, okay. sort of. I, I, my band had wound up staying at with kids in uh, Northern California who mm-hmm. were Mormon. Oh. But who partied like they were, you know, not more really? Satanists. It was amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, these kids, that was like one of the, that was one of the nights that was like I spent a week there one night. <laughs> right. Yeah. Really. That's the other side of it. Though. Serious. Like, so like, it, like apart from Mormons, though, if you're with somebody who just wants to like c- come back and and either like part, they want to party with yeah. you too. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's their night. Yeah. And sometimes you are just exhausted and socially spent. Yeah. yeah. The, the RoboCup 3 night. That's, yeah, that reminds actually, me. Actually, let's hear, let's hear oh, yeah, RoboCup 3. 3. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, well, piqued my interest. <laughs> I forgot about this one, actually. <laughs> this is the flip side to the uh-huh. slow show. Um, so yeah, where, where was it? It was somewhere in Massachusetts. Northampton. Northampton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, of course it. Played uh, good many times. We good played uh, a bowling alley. Band there. Band Northampton. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh, where'd so, you eat? Let's talk about that. No, <laughs> never mind. Go on. Actually, my but, wife was a waitress. In <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was. All right. The, uh, the guy who booked us was in a punk rock band. And so he opened for us. And, at a bowling uh, alley. At a bowling alley. Okay. And uh, we did the show and everything. Then we went back to his place. He wanted to show us some videos. Mm-hmm. And we went back. And I don't know. I mean, it was like we watched videos probably until the sun came up. And right. at that point, I'm fucking tired of videos. I <laughs> yeah. want nothing to do with videos at <laughs> right. that it's point. Especially because it's all essentially you... your job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. After the show, you want to. Oh, you've got videos. Cool. Great. How many times has that happened yeah. where someone comes up to you and says, I got this amazing video? A lot of times. Yeah, yeah. Almost yeah. after every show. Th- that's the yeah. beauty of the show, though. And, like, people doing our work yeah. for us. Yeah. I love I'm that. I'm only asking that because I actually have an amazing Oh, really? <laughs> you guys about like, I, I will say, we love it, but just sometimes you don't want to sit there and watch it while they're kind of looking at you going like, huh? Does right. Huh? And it's right. kind of like, say something funny. You know? Yeah, like, right. So anyway, so Robocop 3. Okay, so so we're doing that, and uh, it was probably like until 4 o'clock in the morning we this, were doing And that. this place is what you'd charitably describe as student housing. It, well, it, looked, yeah. like a, it looked like they were squatting. There. Yeah, like, yeah. It didn't look like it was legal to be in this place. Classic and it was house. just <laughs> so hot. And I, cat I remember somebody had a gun yeah. that they were yeah. walking around <laughs> yeah. with. And, yeah. um, Classic and I, punk house. It didn't feel like... I'm like, oh, wait, that's the house I would stay at. Yeah, It wasn't threatening, but it was just added to the weirdness of the whole thing. 
And so then we it's time for bed, and they have like four couches in their living room, mm-hmm. and uh, they had two that met in a corner. So yeah. it was kind of like you know <laughs> yeah. this is a thrift store purchase yes. uh, clearly, which I'm not judging that, but they but it was like in a V. So at the corner, you know, you our, had our feet two, were touching. Our feet were touching. The, so right. yeah, our heads were on different ends, and our feet were in the middle, touching at a at a perpendicular angle. Yeah. And they had a cat there. Who was in Heat, named RoboCop 3. (laughs) All right. I'm not a cat person. I'm allergic to cats. So am I. Look at this. That's another bane of touring and and stopping at people's houses because you always have to, are you a cat person? It's like, I guess it's fine. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that's Nick every single time. We'll stick them in another room and then they don't because they go to get a beer and the cat runs Before you learn to bring Benadryl. Do you have any Benadryl? No. Yeah. And this wasn't the type of person or, or house that would like vacuum up the dander God, no. so it, it was, <laughs> that place hadn't been back no, they didn't know what uh, dander was no. <laughs> as a concept <laughs> but robocop 3 fucking love nick oh, it was yeah. love really took to you yeah <laughs> so that, and i i have trouble t- sleeping on tour too because joe's a loud snorer and i'm a light sleeper so it's a bad combo that's why we, we did the feet in the middle so the heads could be separated right. as much as possible but um well, can you sleep with earplugs in yeah, I do. Yeah. It still doesn't really do the yeah, trick. I, know. So I hadn't slept. It's hot. And what kind of snoring is it? Is oh, it like it's, a, it's been is, described as yell snoring. Oh. Cuz I'm I'm I've been described as a snorer myself. Really? So, and, and it's not yeah. mine's not rhythmic either. It's if, it, if mine's wow. if it's rhythmic, you can kind of get lulled yeah. into sleep. Right. But well, that was a, the guitarist in Panthers, uh my old band, he was the snorer. And it was both really loud but also it was frightening because you always thought he was dying. Yeah. Cause like he yeah. certainly has stop. like sleep apnea, like where like he would stop breathing and then all of a sudden, yeah. and be yeah. like, Oh my God. I don't have it that bad, do I? It, ha- it happens, but not, yeah. not consistently. <laughs> You're not yeah. dying. Okay. So the good. cat is, is, I, your is, face. I, well, yeah, <laughs> loved you. it's like kneading my chest, which I didn't know was a thing, but I guess yeah. it's a thing. Right. And, uh, yeah, and it's sitting there and it's, it's, uh, meowing, but it sounds like it's, a human. It's more of a yowl. It's like, yeah, it sounds like a human screaming. It's right. horny. Because it's, yeah, it was no. in heat. <laughs> right. And so uh, <laughs> this was like, at you know, we went to bed at like 3 in the morning, and I couldn't sleep anyway. It was hot, and then Robocop 3's on me, just mewling like... <laughs> Like she's I like dying. The cat very seriously is right. <laughs> so Robocop three is over here, <laughs> and so and Robocop yeah. three is a beautiful cat. It wasn't but Robocop wait, three. Has Robo- got a lot for the it. listener, Robocop three was not Peter Weir, was it? Or Peter Weller? No, or no, Peter, not Peter Weller was in the jam. Who was? Yeah, it was a Peter different actor Weir playing. Was is a director? I think. Who was right? the, yeah, Peter, Peter Weller. Weller's. Peter Weller yeah. and Robocop is oh, Robo- just now. I'm Paul stuck. Weller was the yes. Okay. And yes. Is, is Robocop three the Frank Miller one or is that two? There was only two Robocop movies, so. I think. Mm, no, there was a third one. No, there was a third one. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that's why. Two is maybe the one with Tom Noonan, and that might be the one that's Frank Miller. Either way. And the little kid who's a drug dealer. Go on. (laughs) All right. For the list. Yes. So, yeah, Robocop 3 is named after a movie I haven't seen. I didn't know (laughs) exactly. never heard of either. Yeah. But um, the cat's more memorable to me than the movie. (laughs) Yeah, sure. And so it was like 7 in the morning, and the sun was just... There was no shades on the The, windows, uh, so just blazing. Blazing. Got even hotter. (laughs) And... uh, I, I kind of, Joe's like, are you up? I'm like, yeah, Robocop 3 kept me up well, you all know, night. You, you, said, you said Robocop kept me oh, up Robo- all night. Yeah. <laughs> Robocop kept me up all night. It was like, the movie? Or like, what, what are you talking about? I just Robo- started really thinking about <laughs> it. And like, head. it's like an onion, man. There's a lot of layers. <laughs> and I was like, no, what did I say? Robocop? No, no, Robocop <laughs> 3. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I understand what you're talking about now. And then, you, and then, of course, you have to get up and then like, 
have breakfast and then go to do another do it again the next yeah. night you have, there's no rest you know it's on to the so next let me one. ask you because i actually i didn't realize that you guys toured essentially the same way that a band might where you're yeah. really slugging we, it out which is awesome yeah, we do about 150 shows a year Wow! Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah we uh, did all fifty states last year and uh, Europe and everything. I was I in doing research. I actually just came back from my fiftieth state. Are you which serious? Was Alaska. Nice. And um, I wanted I I I was doing research. I saw that there was a, a particular thrift store in Anchorage that yeah. you guys liked. Yes. Um, and I'm wondering for our Alaskan listeners, did you guys perform at the uh, Bear Claw? Theater? I think it was, yeah. Uh, Where the they serve pizza. Moose Tooth. Moose, but, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moose Tooth has an adjoining thing, Bear Claw. Right. Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. Which That's is amazing. Right. Yes. Um, great place. So, logistically, when you guys are doing that, is it the two of you guys, like in a van with all of your. Um, just Maybe you could describe how the gear works. Yeah, oh, it's sure. usually a Hyundai, actually. Yeah, it's a rental car <laughs> like that we. The cheapest one possible. Yeah. But yeah, it is just us two, and uh, it's really an easy show to do. Actually, right. you know, we bring our own DVD player, uh-huh. and they supply the screen and the projector and all that stuff. And yeah, we just rent a cheap car and, and drive around. We usually just drive like we usually do like what two and a half weeks, three weeks or so, and then come back and for then, a while. Yeah, so we get a fly in somewhere, get a rental car, yeah, and then return it usually in the same city because it's cheaper yeah. to do it that way. And the gear is just a backpack with a DVD player and cables in it, and. Um, that really what takes up the most room is when we find a thrift store like right. the Bishop's Attic in Anchorage, Alaska, mm-hmm. and we it's just untapped for yeah. GHS. Oh, yeah. So good. Right. Every time we go back there. Did you go to the? I didn't. The I didn't know store? about the place at the time. Mm-hmm. I did go to a couple of thrift stores and got some like much like the land is virgin and untouched. Yeah. And some great. <laughs> items that were like you know would retail here. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. We so, always have to get boxes, and we bring back like three. Well, boxes. that's the yeah. other thing I was gonna. So, so do you ship back ever? Yeah, we yeah. 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 Just we did. Do you ever? I, we used to do that for buying records on tour. There were just Those times where, like, at a certain point, yes. you're in a band where everyone's buying records, and we're just like, you know what? Yeah, the whole seat is full. Like, we should right. probably ship sure. these back. We got three more weeks. I would assume that that's kind of uh, what. So, yeah. so you 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 you're the program. Um, is already. It's not like you would find something on your travels, watch it, be like, "This is amazing," and put it in the show. No, we we've done it on occasion if we find something of local interest, but right. usually we have a t- set touring program, right? Yeah. And we head out do that show for the year. It evolves a little bit, you know, but um, but yeah, that's the sh- show we do this year. So that like right now we're working on next year's show, mm-hmm. like the show we're gonna debut in January. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, that's and, the way we do. It. We collect for like nine months, and right. then we just you know for three months we just. Close the doors. Yeah. Just dive in right. head first. So, in terms of like, how does how do the vaults work? How does the video library work? When you guys bring all of the raw material back and you watch it, do you digitize the clips that you like? Do you yeah. save the actual VHS tapes? What happens? Yeah, we don't throw away stuff very often. We really yeah. should start. We have a huge storage locker in Queens. Okay. And uh, my trunk is full of them. Nick's office is <laughs> full of them. Like they're just all over the place. Right. Like there's no. There's no organization and whatsoever. Is, like how how is stuff cataloged? Or is that <laughs> good, really? good one? Good one. Uh, no, we. Did, I mean, really, pile one, yeah. pile a thousand. Yeah, we'd really just yeah. Like we want as we're going through, we'll see like a trend. Like oh, we have a lot of VCR games. Like mm-hmm. a lot of you know VCR board games. What if we did a montage of those? So we'll watch those and import like ingest them into the computer, digitize uh-huh. them, mm-hmm. and then we'll cut a montage from that. And then those videos go back in the storage locker. Like, it's only when we get doubles or like a video that we watch and it's just garbage that we either throw away or put, bring back to a thrift store. 
you know, kind of right. Yeah. Well, like last, life, year, right. last year, we realized we had a ton of hunting videos, you know, mm-hmm. and we're like, what do we even do with these? It's animals being shot and killed. Like, <laughs> right. It's not that funny. Yeah. <laughs> but then we realized the, the funny part are the, the sounds that they make, the little, <laughs> you know, yeah. like the to calls, the duck yeah. calls. So we did a little montage and this was, I think we scraped together like 40 different videos and we just went through our storage like we just pulled all hunting videos and put together just the sounds. Two right. minutes of just the, Usually older men with mustaches making of course, those wearing camouflage. squirrel noises. Yeah, yeah, but that one probably took like a month and a half to yeah. make because right. we had to watch so many. And, and what's like the criteria in terms of is there is there like where do you draw the line in terms of um, in, like home movies or is there certain yeah. stuff where it's just uh, you can't well, do anything? The with first it? rule is like we don't take anything off the internet. Yeah, nothing that we, it has to be found physically in hand. Right, that's always our because that's criteria. the fun part is to yeah. actually dig in a thrift store Absolutely. and to tell the story where you found it, if there's like mm-hmm. a funny story yeah. with it or something like that. Then it has to be unintentionally funny. So yeah. that's the comedically that's the criteria we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it's just trying, I mean, I guess if it's trying to be funny and failing, that counts too. But whatever right. it, it's trying to do, it has to fail at. <laughs> so that's kind of the other criterion and then uh um what was the other question well i guess like if you found some kind of obscure early 70s b movie oh is that something that would no we wouldn't do that no we we really don't do movies at all most of our stuff is like special interest stuff right like uh exercise videos industrial although i was excited to see that in your box or the collect the box collection on the website you had fart the movie oh yeah yeah mostly because i remember that from um Fuck, is it Harriet Carter? Like, my mom used to get those, like, weird, like, mom catalogs of, like, terrible, oh, like, products that don't never solve anything. In your bathroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and it was, yeah, there was one that was, like, not, like, the sharper, or, but the other side Lillian or something. Vernon. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was, like, a little, and it always sold Signals? Fart the Movie. Is that one of them? Signals? Yeah, that, yes, we did get that. I <laughs> actually own Fart the Movie on DVD, which my wife bought really? for me, Lots thinking it was because, I don't know, wow. I don't remember the where this came from. It was, she thought it was directed by the Farrelly brothers, but it's actually <laughs> directed by the Farley uh, and it's, uh-huh. I think it's actually Chris Farley's brother. Oh, really? They, yeah, had, they really had a great it. opportunity to put Fartley in there, and There's they didn't. Yeah, right? It's but, right there. So she saw Farley on the box. Thought it was Far- Thought it was <laughs> some undiscovered Farley brother. Uh, wow! Bless her heart. Yes. Uh, well, the part, the, my biggest problem with Fart the movie, mm-hmm. though, is that it's like an acronym, right? It's like right. F period A period, like Daryl. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they never explain what it stands for. No, it's a mystery. But yeah, so but yeah, most of the stuff is is uh, we do f- the occasional movie we'll, we'll right. collect, but mostly what we're dealing with is training videos, exercise mm-hmm. tapes, tons of exercise yeah. videos, home movies occasionally. Like we're well, if, speaking of home, where's the line between like America's funniest home videos and something that might make the cut for you guys? To me, there really isn't one. I mean, no. if if right. if there if we found the types of videos that were on America's funniest videos, well, first of all, we'd be blessed. But <laughs> right. uh, but but. But we would show them. We'd do montages just like they do. But it's really difficult. Like, people send those in. Right. Uh, if you're just finding home movies that, that somebody accidentally dropped off at a, you know, or put out for their garage sale, you right. know, with Braveheart. We'll always pick those up. Yeah. You never right. know what you're going to get. But yeah, it's usually like kids opening up birthday presents. Or, yeah. You know, uh, usually- when, I mean, you mentioned YouTube. Like, has that. Has the, you know, existence and proliferation of YouTube made it harder in any way? Uh, or, and, and also, do you have to, do you feel like you have the need to like, like almost like do research to make sure it's not like already been uploaded on there for like things you find? Just cause like, you know, there is that whole section of like, 
you know, the 1986 uh, aerobics championships video, which right. is like one of my favorites. Uh, but like, do you ever like, do you ha- do you feel the need to do that kind of double checking? Uh, does that fit into your criteria of not on YouTube? Well, if we've found it, we'll still, and we like it and have our own spin on it, right. we'll do it. You know, if somebody tells us, oh, somebody else posted that already or right. already big on YouTube, I think then we won't pursue right. it. Yeah, if, but, it, if it's huge on YouTube, we wouldn't. Yeah. But, you know, we would take the 60-minute video and make our own yes. three-minute cut yes. of it. You yeah. know, I think we have done that with some, we found out later. Like, right. we really, I don't spend a lot of time on YouTube for sure. that main reason. I don't want to be influenced by anything, yeah. any outside influence. Understandable. Like that. And, and now that you guys have gotten to the point where um, the name is out there and it's 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 been going for a while, so people will submit things to you at this yeah. point? And yeah. is that, do you also take that into consideration? Or is it, or uh, is it along with the story of finding videos, you actually have to find them yourselves? Well, we we mo- find most of them ourselves, but more and more people are are donating stuff, and I think that's fair game. Yeah, we that's ask, the beauty of it. Yeah, we, it just has to be found physically mm-hmm, in hand. Yeah. We don't have to find and, it. And and okay. we ask though that they include their story of how they found it and where they found it. And uh, we've got like, we had some good ones like um, the guy in uh, the, it, this happened in Vancouver last year, two years ago. This guy came up with a stack of tapes afterwards and said that he'd. Um, Heard about a government office in British Columbia is getting rid of all of its tapes, its VHS collection, uh-huh. and um, he he thought, you know, I I have use for these, I can give it to these guys. So he went down and rescued anything that caught his eye, and then the one that really stood out to us was this one called "Handmade Love," that was just three words on a black cassette tape, and didn't know what it was exactly, but. We had, we yeah, had some guesses. We, we, right. some, we, we yeah. intuited so. some things about it, but we didn't know. And what it was is a, um, a an instructional video for developmentally disabled young men about how to masturbate. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just as awful as it sounds. I'm familiar too. with that one. Yeah. You are familiar with it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> done all the research. <laughs> this thing is like... And, and that's a that's a nice thing. That's a fine thing to. Right. It's a noble cause. But like this thing, just production wise, it was just it was like a snuff film. It looked like yeah. a snuff. It looked like <laughs> yeah. a terrorist video. Yeah, right. You know? No tripod. No. No. Good the audio was bad. The, the host equipment. looked like a serial killer. Yeah, it's it was just, kind of thinking. How, about often, it. Yeah. how, how, how often does it. that happen? when You guys come across some weird illicit or explicit porno or something. Yeah, when have you like, been in the movie Eight Millimeter that yeah, you've got yeah. sucked into the plot of? Have that you movie? ever like? I'm, or here's do you will you guys buy just black cassettes with no labels on them if we used to mm-hmm. we used to and then we realized they're all Seinfeld episodes yeah. <laughs> you know like yeah. but do you ever uh, come across like ever. weird yeah stuff that that isn't appropriate for what you guys yeah do? there's one that we debated for a long time about and and one thing that we learned in the nine years of doing the show is that full frontal male nudity is funny. Right. Full frontal female nudity doesn't get the laughs. Right. That that wieners do. Right. Yes. And. Uh, so, but there's one. Have you ever heard the Steve Vai tape? The Steve Vai fan tape that circulated in the yeah, '80s. Yeah, um, there's a lot of bands actually. Yeah, a lot right, of bands actually circulate this tape. I think like yeah, I think more like in the '90s or yeah, so, like yeah. early '90s. Tape trading. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was this woman who uh, was a super fan, like a un, like an unhealthy obsession with Steve Vai. Right. And she videotaped herself doing tricks with her beave like she was she was able to like blow out candles with Whoa. it and she just had she's just really happy to be there you know she has this like she's was, staring directly into the camera the whole it's, time it's scary <laughs> it's scary it's impressive right but it's it's really scary 
And uh, so we've yeah. always debated whether to show this or not, you right. know, because it's like people should see this, but the people who we show it to are more horrified. It more like silences people. <laughs> kinda, it, it, may, it makes you wish that right. you hadn't seen it. We're not afraid. To, I mean, like, clearly we were not afraid of content in terms of, like, we'll, we'll play, like, wieners flapping around and all that. But, uh, yeah, it has to be more funny than it is disturbing. And this right. one is just toes the line of being a little it's more getting disturbing closer to than faces it is of death. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we'll show it privately if you want well, to have a screening. But uh, I, I we'll, kind we'll of definitely arrange that. <laughs> but my own personal uh, story and potential contribution is, so my dad played cards, uh, like, every two weeks for years and years with a bunch of card buddies who were all kind of, you know, sort of well-to-do guys on Long Island, business guys. And when I was in, I want to say, middle school, my buddy and I would ride our bikes around. There was an industrial park right by my house. And we'd always just ride around the weekends to parking lots and, you know, it was, it was vacant. At one one point, there was uh, one of the companies had thrown out, like the company had gone out of business, had thrown out all of their stuff. It was a huge pile of, of just stuff mm-hmm. in the parking lot. So when you're like 13 years old, you're like, this is amazing. Yeah. Let me look through all of this stuff. So I found a VHS tape in the, in the, in the rubble, mm-hmm. brought it home, put it on. What and year would this have been? This would have been, I'd say, 91 or 92. Oh, the golden age. So the video yeah. is probably the golden age 88, video. 89. Okay. Yeah, nice. Um, bring the video, put it in. And it was, the company was some, you know, nondescript industrial park business. I, I don't remember what, what their, their stock and trade was. Right. And it was, it was, it was like an industrial or it was a promotional video for the company. And, they're doing testimonials, you know, just, and it's, it's poorly lit. It's, you know, kind of the, the beige uh-huh. office interior. All of a sudden, this guy, Marty, one of my dad's card buddies, pops <laughs> up as, the, and he didn't live like in our town or anything. Really? <laughs> and he pops up as like one of the testimonials. Weird. That it was odd. It was ridiculous. And then I, so I showed it to my dad. And at the time, I was very active in like making videos myself and i always wanted to like recreate the like i actually we shot it my friend finding the tape in the and we made a little video about finding the video that we always wanted my dad to show at the card game (laughs) and i think we eventually did but i just had my brother was out at my mom's place and was looking for the tape so i'm gonna say have you talked to marty about this marty sadly uh is no is no longer in the picture in terms of the car like their friendship deteriorated. Right. Oh, really? I don't really know. I want to know if, like, he just got paid to be a testimony for right. the thing, or I, if he... Was, he was definitely a client. Okay. Of this. Okay. I, it was some... I don't know if it was a law thing or whatever, Right. but it was definitely, like, in that, the wheelhouse. Okay. Um, well, so I'm on... This tape still exists. It's in my parents' well, house. I'm, yeah. I'm on the... Part, I'm on. part of what we do, too, is, <laughs> in our show is track down the people in videos. So I, I would have promised you that we were going to find Marty. We will get find to the Marty. bottom and reunite him with the <laughs> yeah. hard buddies. Oh, he'll be so Great. excited. Um, so well, speaking, that's that's that you bring up a, a a good point, and maybe we can talk about like Winnebago Man for uh-huh. a second, mm-hmm. and the idea of of, of f- tracking down these guys. Because uh, for the listener, if you're not aware, Winnebago Man was made into a, a successful documentary a couple right. of years ago. Uh, basically, you guys found that clip originally. 
Yeah, well, like one of the guys we were working on commercials and and industrial videos and as production assistants and stuff mm-hmm. like that in Minneapolis. And one of the guys uh, that you worked with, right? Yeah, gave it was you... it was a talked about video. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. talked about this Locally. job, and, and I knew a lot of the guys who were actually on that job. And it was just kind of this legendary video. And this is probably like ninety nine, so like pre YouTube. Yeah, it wasn't uploaded at that right point, and stuff. and. Uh, but yeah, it was like it was still kind of the tape trading days, you yeah. know. So this this guy brought in this tape, and uh, we just obsessed over it. And and but not only just the tape that you see most of the time, it was like all the footage, right? So we got our hands on all the footage, and we're able to edit down just our own right. version. I think everybody's done their own. I mean, not everybody, but like a lot. There are a lot of different versions of the Jack Rabbit. Right. The crew made their own version. We made a four minute supercut that we liked. Uh huh. And that was a big hit at our first touring show, like that one in San Luis Obispo. Uh, and that first tour in 2004, 2005 was, was, uh, that was what our centerpiece. We closed with that clip of the angry RV guy swearing while making a commercial for Winnebago's. <laughs> People haven't seen it. And, um, and we, we had tried to track this guy down because we, you know, he's the holy grail of people mm-hmm. we wanted to meet and right. couldn't find him. We thought for sure he was dead. Right. You know? Yeah. Sure. Uh, you know, heart attack or something, anger really, ulcer. <laughs> he's angry. He looks kind of right? old in that video anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he, but, uh, and so we kind of gave up because we couldn't find any trace of him on, on the internet or anything mm-hmm. like that. And, uh, and that almost added to the legend and, and stuff. And then, um, this filmmaker, Ben Steinbauer came, uh, I think he emailed us or, or contacted us and said that he wanted to make a, a documentary about this guy, Jack Rebney. And we kind of thought, well, there's not enough in there for a full-length movie. Uh, right. And also, good luck tracking him down because we've, we've tried. <laughs> right. yeah. And I don't know why we never thought of this, but he took it an extra step and hired a private detective to find him. <laughs> right. And the guy did. He found him living in like a hermit in, in Northern sure. California. And when he found out that we had been playing his video... Uh, all across the country. He was pissed off about this. Sure. He was mad. <laughs> should have been a sh- surprise, really. Right. I mean, He's an angry man. Should not have been uh, surprised by it. And But we, uh, with with the help of the filmmaker and, and getting in touch with, with Jack, convinced him to appear with us at a show in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And that's where he first like watched people watch his video right. for the first He'd never seen anybody else react to yeah, that Yeah, the video. first thing he said to us when we got there was, who are the hooligans who find my misery so funny? <laughs> right. Right. He was so we were us. off to a great start. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but it was actually, we ha- we don't have a lot of touching moments in our show, but we this was actually kind them, of, yeah, we tried to avoid them at all costs. <laughs> but this was, this was actually a touching moment. Like, we, we had our eye on him the whole time while the video was playing. His arms were crossed. Right. His brow was furrowed. He was very angry. And, uh, but then we look back and he heard all the laughs and everybody's laughing. And he, we always describe him as, as the Grinch. His heart yeah. grew three times its size. <laughs> right. and, you could see it. You could witness it. And like, uh, I don't think he realized like how much joy that video brought right. to people. Yeah. I, I think know. he thought it was going to be snarky. And sometimes when people like hear that we're showing their videos, they do think that we're going to just be sort of like, look at these jackasses mm-hmm. and kind of like mean spirited about it. Right. And I, and so, and I understand being defensive, but once they come see the show, I think they get that it's not, it's like we're celebrating these clips and we're, yeah, you're, we're poking fun at it, but it's, it's like all in good fun and there's no like, there's, there's nothing mean spirited yeah. about it. And so Jack, like, yeah, he, he, people were lined up 10 deep to get his autograph. I think this is in the, the documentary that was right. made, Winnebago Man. You see it. Like, he, he d- definitely warms up to, to people. And we, we get to hug him at the end, too. Yeah. Which is a that big is a moment moment for us. Right. Yeah. And so, well, that brings up the good point of, of, or a good point at what, like, 
So since then, you've reached out to other people. So it depends on how the video touches you guys if you want to see what this person is up to. Yeah, I mean, it's just to quell our own curiosity. Yeah, really. yeah. I know the backstory. We get obsessed with these things a yeah. lot. And we just, we get a mem- we memorize them and we just want to know everything about it. Who's that guy in the background? Right. And, you know, half the time they don't know half the answers, <laughs> you know. Well, where, where do you trace that kind of obsession back to and the idea? I think, you know, we're, we're all children of like 80s yes. VHS culture. Like, what was it? What's, I mean, it's, it's certainly a collector mentality. Yeah, like kind of taken to the nth degree. You know? Yeah. At what point did you guys realize that this is something that we could essentially curate? Well, Nick and I have known each other since sixth grade. We've known each other for a long mm-hmm. time. We've been doing stupid projects like this for a while. Uh-huh. Like we did a humor newspaper in what, like middle school mm-hmm. or something. And uh, you know, I think the first video that we ever found we ever found was the McDonald's video that you. Got yeah, it. this was kind of like your story. This was 1991, and I was working at a McDonald's in, in high school mm-hmm. in Wisconsin, and my friend was training to become a manager there and had to watch every single, like, 30 different training videos that looked really dated, but they're only from, like, two years before. Sure. And uh, uh, and one of them, he, he was like, you got to see this one. So I came into the break. We were bored on, on break and watched this one called um, Inside and Outside Custodial Duties. Mm-hmm. And it was for this position of a McDonald's janitor, which, you know, we didn't have one so i was completely obsolete but he still had to watch it and uh and how it was did just, your, how did the mcdonald's stay clean then everybody had to pitch in joe uh, <laughs> it was a community it was, yeah. it was a real commune everybody was, team building so the first socialist yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was it's not about money here it's about yeah. just giving a good product yeah. Yeah, they had implemented a thing where if you're going out to take clean the trays, you're also getting a rag and cleaning off the the tables and dusting the fixtures. Wow. And so, uh, this and it always works that way. Yeah, yep. Yeah. That's why McDonald's are always was just, this when they had those Santa do. stained glass light fixtures. That they yeah, yeah, they had chandeliers. Okay. And so this, so, yeah, this <laughs> video table side service. <laughs> this was a, a ridiculous video. You know, they tried to have a plot to it. So there's <laughs> the trainee's first day on the job. It's kind of the dopey janitor and the. And by oh, the way, this is quintessential training video right like mm-hmm. it's by the book yeah. everything <laughs> right. they're excited to like perky take out the garbage and right they get to clean the bathrooms Classic now he's smiling gallant oh, like yeah. set up <laughs> by the book and there is we know it i mean maybe because we watched it so many times but there is palpable sexual tension between the trainer and the trainee <laughs> right. it's yeah. just it you can't really not see it once you know <laughs> it's yeah. there and the other thing is, it's it's such a shitty video in McDonald's multi-gazillion dollar sure, corporation. Right. This is the best you got. <laughs> right. No, it's, this it's is what, really, really is. well. I think that it, it brings up the idea that, like, um, I think you guys said this when you were on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, is about the technology was out there. Everybody started doing it, yet yeah. they didn't know how to harness. No, you know, it was, how to it, harness it and actually do it well. That, that excitement of oh, I've got these effects, yeah, and I've got these swipes and like, and it's like right. oh, like I should probably use them yes. as much as possible because I paid for it. So God yeah, damn yeah, it. no companies would do that, and then yeah. but also home movie was just exploding too. All you had to right. do is hit the red button and it's recording, say, and you got yeah. a video. And that's why we we really like the VHS era. I mean, we mm-hmm. will collect videos for more like DVDs occasionally, but mm-hmm. the V there was something about that wide eyed innocence of like. There wasn't any cynicism yet or any, like, self-awareness. Right. So people were just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what stuck. Well, like the movie Heavy Metal Parking Lot. Yeah, sure. We, we mm-hmm. played that as an opening act last year because we're big, huge fans of that. But you see them with a camera. When a camera shows up, everybody's so excited. They run over and they're like, hi. And they all yeah. do stupid stuff in front of the camera. 
that doesn't happen before people now. got cynical like i don't yes. want to be on camera it was yeah, exactly. it was a novelty yeah. yeah and that's why like that's why again apart from just not wanting to retread territory but we don't um take videos off the internet because there is a self-awareness now that people have like everybody has a webcam built into their yeah uh, and they know it could go out to the world and they know you know they want it to go out they to want the world. it to, so that's why like i think a couple of years ago there was that thing of like old people not knowing a webcam was right. on and that right. was a huge internet sensation because it's so rare to find that lack of of self-awareness now right. and that's what's so uh appealing to us about the vhs era. it's a it could, yeah it's a glut it's because yeah. almost every uh instructional video any video will be someone who like the last one i looked at was someone uh, a kid testing out this fake cap gun because someone was buying it for the show i'm doing mm-hmm. and he like you know he immediately was messing up. Like he kept dropping it. Like, wait, but, this is a recent. Yeah, it was, like okay. he did it like a month ago. Like so it had shit. like a billion views. Yeah. But like <laughs> he's just some kid from the middle of Texas, like who doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, but there's no like, there's no also like, yeah, I, he's also just aware. Like he can still get a billion views from it, right mm-hmm. of yeah. just like, oh, I don't know, this thing's pretty cool, whatever. Yeah, it's uh, and that's ref- not as fun as. Right. There's something fun, I'm, I'm sure, as you feel, in that they also are, they're really excited, and they're also really trying. They, yeah, like, exactly. They're you know, very they, they, earnest. They, they're, yeah. yeah, they really want this to be a good instructional video mm-hmm. for the manager mm-hmm. of McDonald's. Oh, yeah, that's why they throw in all those effects yeah. and everything. And, and it's, almost the, the music. it's almost the idea that, look what I made supersedes any kind of quality. Like, oh, my God, you guys right. made a training video for us. And right. it's Bob from, you know, accounting <laughs> right. had a hand in yeah. it. And that's more exciting than, like, any production value. And, and, that, and that McDonald's video was such a hit. Like, I stole it and took it home and showed it to Joe immediately. And we'd have viewing parties for friends i mean we hadn't we didn't have our driver's licenses yet we're we, still we come from a small town in wisconsin yeah. right at the time so that's yeah. what was the fun thing is we'd sit around and make jokes and backstories we even uh made a short film based on you know we want, always wanted to have those characters say what we wanted them to say mm-hmm. so we made a fake training video it's almost like fulfilling a fetish kind right. of right yeah. almost yeah. marty-esque i would say yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah totally exactly so uh, that was really the genesis for we thought if there's videos like that that we can get so obsessed and have so much fun with there have to be more out there and we'd begin to collect and find more and the collection grew and we'd just always have friends over to even through college and then in Minneapolis when we yeah worked yeah when there. I graduated from college and I worked at a video uh, duplication house mm-hmm. and so the oh, collection just grew from there and that <laughs> yeah. was mostly like industrial stuff industrial right. training videos and safety videos and stuff. so in terms of uh, like the tools of the trade going back to that VCRs mm-hmm. are you where do you guys are you guys using like industrial strength VCRs for your stuff we, we you actually up? splurged on the last one because we couldn't get one tape to play and we thought it was like the heads or something so mm-hmm. I think we spent like 150 bucks on like a top Nicer. of the line one like yeah, yeah like in 19 19- 89, this thing was probably a million dollars. Right. Yeah. They don't actually, do they still, I mean, they must still manufacture. I don't think they do. No, no. They, no you can only not. get the combo DVD, yeah. Yeah. VHS yeah. nows, but, um, but they're, they're also littering thrift stores with tapes. So if one breaks, we can just go pick up another one yeah. for, but we 50 get the cents. super sweet magical one that can just play anything. Jog show really? format. You can, we're, do we're like doing a, well first. So. Yes. Yeah. We're doing, yeah. <laughs> come a long way. <laughs> what about international stuff? Uh yeah, pal a pal, pal deck. Yeah, C-cam yeah we have all French. that. We have a three quarter inch deck too. Sometimes oh, we have you guys a, are you guys are yeah. we are yeah. pro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you noticed the trend? Something that I've noticed, sort of a I'd say a pet peeve of mine, mm-hmm. is that ever since uh, VCRs have have gone have become obsolete. Everybody refers to them now as VHS players. Yeah, yeah I have noticed. Nobody I did. Yeah, I hate that. It's only yeah. because of DVD player. And you would you know it was. 
It's, it's longer yeah. to Boils say that blood. than VCR. Yeah. But, yeah. VCR, but that's just, that's literally like a lexicon thing that has changed. Yeah. Over I don't like it either, brother. Yeah. Listen, so you. why don't you guys hit us up? Uh, you got another worst gig tale from... We uh, have a million. That's, uh, we have a list. Player's choice. Player's choice. choice. I would well, say, how, how much time do we have? Like, could we fire off some rapid fires and then hit you with a uh, solid? Yeah, let's, uh, that, yeah. That's, that sounds good. Okay. Let's, let's do, let's Mechanical do bull story? Yeah, let's go with that. Okay, so we're playing a, a school in the South, I think like South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like this big school event. And uh, I think it was the day that just, like a lot of students drink. Like it was a big drinking day because <laughs> tests were done or something like that. Yeah, so they're Thursday. like, oh, well, br- you know what? We'll, d- we'll bring in all this fun stuff. We'll bring bands and we'll bring in face uh, painting, tie dyeing, and all that <laughs> right. kind of stuff. Yeah. And we'll bring in the found footage festival too. And uh, so, and I should just say, our show kind of requires a captive audience. Sure, so, like, you can just wander by it and be like, oh, you know, this it, is it, fun. Hey, a boner. <laughs> all right, hey, street fair material. It requires right. some context. Yeah, you know? it requires context. So that's what we do in the shows. We set them up and everything. Like you need that when you're watching, <laughs> otherwise you can't really appreciate it. I guess you could, but anyway. So there's a million things going on, but the most popular thing is this fucking mechanical bull, and it's in the same room that we're playing. <laughs> And and so we're competing shows, with that. Yeah. <laughs> so is that better or worse than the football? Huh? Is that better or worse than a football game? Oh, then a football game? Well, Would you rather compete with? Uh... I feel like the mechanical bull is noisy. And yeah, <laughs> right. the mechanical bull is worse. I think. Yeah. Okay, so so this mechanical bull's going on, and they're like, "Do you want the mechanical bull on or off while you're doing the show?" And we're like, "Oh, turn it off." Right. Of course, we're not going to compete against the mechanical. Mm-hmm. Bull. We would love for it to be on. We've been uh, waiting for there to be a fucking. <laughs> Loud mechanical bolt this whole time of our career. We finally made it, Nick. <laughs> yeah. um, so they turn it off. Everybody leaves the auditorium. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna go tie dye some fucking shirts or something." And uh, I picture like the crowd, like you could hear them, just like, "Hey, mechanical bolt's gone. Let's get out of here. Let's go get our caricatures done." Yeah. Hey, that sounds I'm good. Out of here. So then we're sitting there, we're starting the show, the little intro thing, and nobody's in there. So we're like, <laughs> "Yeah, well, there are two guys there that were there, but we found." They're there to see the band that was playing afterwards. So we uh-huh. talked to the guy. Which, which described the yeah, band. Well, so was... the, we talked to the guy who, who booked us there from the college. And we're like, oh, yeah, what, what band is playing? Are they, are they any good? And he goes, yeah, they're pretty good. They're a cross between uh, like Jimmy Buffett and Uncle Cracker. Well, that's a yeah. fucking nightmare. Oh, it's the two worst that you could have said. I couldn't, right there. I couldn't pick two in my head <laughs> right. that would be a worse band, and so like that to open for. Uncle basically. Cracker Uncle is the yeah. Uncle Cracker is big enough that he becomes like a comparison. That's the, yeah. that's the shocking <laughs> turn in that equation. Uncle Cracker Whoa. meets Jimmy Buffett yeah, right. so. together at last. So they're like, so nobody's in there. Our show's beginning, and it was like, just turn the fucking bowl back right. on. We just so. want some people in. Sure. <laughs> so they turn the ball back on. Everybody comes Your back barrage. in. Hey, the ball's back on. Let's get back in. I found footage room. We'll get our characters later. <laughs> but then, like, so then the mechanical ball's on. We're like doing our show. Nobody's paying attention at all. But and I realized that Nick and I weren't even paying attention. No. To the show. we were watching the mechanical <laughs> ball too. We're up talking and then looking. Going, hey, that looks pretty funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then to add insult to injury, at the end, I was like, let me take a spin on the bowl. So I did it, and the guy, I think, was just being a jerk, and he kind of put it on super fast, and it knocked me off and gave me a huge bruise on my thigh. So I left injured and disappointing a lot of people, I think. That's a dick. College shows are rough, we found. They can be. I mean, they're usually good, but but sometimes they don't promote it well. Right. You know, just on a dry erase board in the yeah. commons. Are and, they, and we're not talking numbers here, but like we always talk about, as a band, college shows are the payday. 
Yeah, like absolutely. You book a show, you book a tour around one or two college shows to Definitely. pay for Student activities every fun. Totally. Student activities yeah, fun is deep. Yeah, we're they going to we're, next year. We're going to NACA this year. So that's oh, like, we're like, oh, we got our year yeah, set. Yeah. You know? that's, a, that's, yeah. But that's it, it does one. make you wonder when somebody invests that much money, why sometimes they don't promote it as well. Right. Because yeah. a lot of times we'll do a show and they'll just be, uh, you know, like uh, two people there, uh, or, or fewer. And Scranton. Yeah. In Scranton, there was nobody there. They had a million fold-out chairs set up, oh, ready for our show. There's zero people there. We thought, awesome. We don't have to do the show, and we're still getting paid. <laughs> and then the, uh, the whoever, the director came in and said, nobody's here? It was like probably a Tuesday night at 10 o'clock, yeah, right. and I think it was like season finale of Lost was on. or I don't know what it was. Yeah, right? that's what, when that happens with the band, it's usually the, the guy says... I don't know what happened, guys. Oh. Usually yeah. a Tuesday yeah. night. We get that all the time, yeah. too. Or, you know, yeah, tonight, like, there's the, uh, yeah, the season finale of Lost yeah. is on. Yeah. There are, like, five other shows. Well, we always ask, uh, so are people going to show up tonight? And they go, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> and that tone, it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got my answer. Then See we you. know what kind of college yeah. And we can get be. paid in advance then? Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, it's but, because it's the money. It's so much money, but it's the ki- it's students in it's charge kids. of it. Right. No matter what. So, it's kids with deep pockets. No, exactly. Like, no, idiot kid buys. The, the people, the people who bring us to these shows, like the actual person who mm-hmm. brought us to the show, loves the show mm-hmm. and knows right. it, uh, but they just yeah. don't know how to promote yeah. it. You know, it's yeah. not. A, it's, sometimes it's not an easy sell. They've got show, the enthusiasm you know? well, I, of youth. I can also, without the ideas of what to do with that. Enthusiasm. I can right. understand sometimes, that. Yeah. That it's not as easy as saying, "Oh, a band's playing yeah. or a comedian or showing a movie." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is or a comedy hypnotist. You have to think about <laughs> right. it for maybe half. <laughs> oh, X-rated hypnotist. That's gonna yeah. be sold out yeah. like that. Oh, it will. It will. But when you okay, it's kind of like you know America's Funniest Videos meets Uncle Cracker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a cross between Uncle Cracker and America's Funniest Videos. Beats Uncle Cracker. I wish. My new I would aspire to that. I think we should just start saying that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Throw it out. And um, uh, as someone, I, I, I lived in Austin for a couple of years, and I'm assuming you guys have done stuff with the Alamo Draft. Yes, yeah, we do. We, just, we were just there in May. Yeah. Oh, amazing! Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, one of, that, it's one of my favorites. That would yeah. definitely be. Uh, those, those are the fun alley. shows, and uh, occasionally we'll get a really good college show where it's like an art school, or right. everybody's really into it, or or it's fun. Also, if people come in, not really get like they haven't been introduced to irony yet, right? And then mm-hmm. they come and they're like, "I didn't know comedy." You know, that's uh, that's what what's gratifying is when you you come up and and like one student will say like, "I can't believe you came to my my home, right. know, my small college town." Um, but there are the, the other exceptions, and I, I would declare this one to be the worst show of all time, if we can the get into this. Cleveland, Wisconsin. Yeah, Cleveland, Wisconsin. Okay. We didn't even know there was a Cleveland, Cleveland Wisconsin. Right. Yeah. We're from Wisconsin, and we didn't know there is a Cleveland. <laughs> oh, wait, Cleveland, Cleveland Wisconsin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we got booked to play this uh, technical college at noon on a on a uh, Wednesday, I believe. Oh, noon on a Wednesday. Yeah. Good time yeah. slot. If it's a show where you have to set your alarm for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we flew into Milwaukee and rented a car and then drove to uh, this technical college. And we always, like, you know, we'll ask. We have a couple different shows we can do. We have a G-rated show that we do for... You know, Christian Catholic mm-hmm. colleges and stuff. We, we learned the hard way about this. Right. We yeah. used to just show the wiener to everybody. Yeah, right. Then we got in trouble a couple times. <laughs> and <laughs> so, uh, and and then... Um, uh, we asked this woman beforehand. We got to this technical uh, this technical college in Cleveland, Wisconsin, and we got there and we spoke to the woman. She was very nice, and we just said like, 
what about swearing? Like, we're already planning to do our squeaky clean show, but mm-hmm. we said, what about some swear words? Like Jack Rebney, the Winnebago man. Mm-hmm. Could we show that? You know everybody there's going to be over 18. Right. It's a college for crying out loud. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, and it's a technical college, which means everybody's over like 50. <laughs> right. Actually. They're exactly. welding students and <laughs> yeah. things like that. On their third path of life. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, They've heard some swear words. <laughs> yeah. But she said, Jen, I wouldn't do any swearing. So we're like, okay, we'll skip over the Winnebago clip. You know, we won't show that. And that's fine. We still have enough show in there to do. And we won't swear on stage. We'll do our, our, our cleanest show we can do. Uh-huh. Uh, given the material that we have to work with. And, uh, and so, uh, she said, okay. And we, we set up and it was in, uh, the cafeteria. So uh, they had some risers set up for us and a screen, technically. Uh, but the uh, PA was bad. You and know. it's daytime. It's daytime. So there's like daylight coming <laughs> yeah. in, not the best like movie environment. No, you could barely see the screen. They put down the shades, but it didn't really make right. a difference. And uh, and everybody in there, it was lunchtime. Like they actually had a set lunchtime at the school. And it was like I think it was Hawaiian themed too. It was very <laughs> cute. Like they brought in like these blow up palm trees and stuff. Yeah. Oh wait, for yeah. Lunch, I didn't even not for you guys. I didn't no, even no, think like, of that concept that they would be eating in the <laughs> yeah. cafeteria. Exactly. Exactly. Ugh. It was new student week, so they had. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> They're not expecting to be entertained. No, right. and I don't no, blame like, them for no. Not they were you there for lunch. They're soldering. They, they got hot tater tots that. Aren't gonna, they want to eat in peace, you know? So I don't blame them at all. I can't get this damn light to light up on my LED. Yeah. You guys are here. I just right. want my tater time. And there was a line that, like, was part of their Hawaiian night. They had a free, free fruit, like a free fruit bar. <laughs> And and that that line was huge, and I, I and I don't want to uh, bury the lead. I will say that that was far more popular than our show. It was people were paying more attention to the watermelon with the, the ridges cut out. Yeah. They got honeydew and cantaloupe. Get over here! It's a melon baller over yeah. here. Spoiling them rotten. <laughs> to be fair, there is nothing like a bowl of fresh fruit. Oh, no, I mean, don't no. get me wrong. The fresh fruit Again, table. Hard to blame them. But. Uh, so we get on there and we came out and we said, Hey, you know, here's what we do. We find these videos. Let's get right into it, you yeah. know? And meanwhile, they have a mouthful of food. Yeah. You know, right. Like, not expecting. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and we looked out and at one point we, during the show, we looked out and not a single person was paying attention. They were <laughs> talking amongst themselves. We, we have a, a certain person that we call at every show. We call them the unflappable. Uh-huh. The one that you just cannot make laugh at right. all. Every show usually has one, but there's always like a clip in there where like, let's see if unflappable can handle this one. Right. Yeah. So we always got our eye on there. This room was full of unflappables. Oh, like, no, this is a room full of unflappables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, arms folded, and uh, did Mouth not. Full of fruit. Again, they did not want to be entertained. We we're ambushing them with our. I don't comedy blame shows. them one bit. Right. Yeah, but they uh, put you in a weird circumstance. So exactly. We, we looked out. We're entered, We found this one, and, and I looked at Joe. And just started laughing out loud on stage because <laughs> no one was paying attention. Not a single person. There's probably 200 people in the room eating lunch. Nobody was looking at us. And uh, and then uh, we were playing. It was, the, it was classic phoning a show in, right? Like we just phoned it in. Yeah, I mean, but it was kind of fun because you're just kind of like we can say anything we want right now, and we're no invisible. one will pay yeah. attention. <laughs> right. But then we were playing a clip called "Dancing with Frank Pachowski," which is a, a public access show from uh, the late '90s from LA, where this guy's in a in an American flag speedo, 
and he's kind of patting his butt cheeks and dancing in front of a semicircle of elderly people. Your standard pub- public access <laughs> show. Yes. And then he dumps food on him and he shoves yeah. a uh, chicken down his pants yeah, or right. mosquitoes. And, and you yeah. have to be, I don't know who you have to be to not find this funny. It's just, right. it, it brings the house I, I've never seen my dad laugh as hard <laughs> yeah. as he did at the Frank Wachowski clip. And so we're playing this and not only is nobody laughing, but you looked over and saw the, the very nice lady who was uh, at from the school, the Booker. She was walking down the hallway, massaging her temples, and <laughs> kind that, of that's never, and sign, and that's never a good sign. And then we couldn't find her after that. Like we still had half a show left to do. And she and we hadn't been paid be yet. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So we get done, and this just happened to be um, the day before our big. Uh, the the first time we had ever been on TV, really, we were on uh, we were booked on Jimmy Kimmel Live okay. uh, the next night on a on a Thursday night, and so um, uh, we said at, as our closing, we're like, well, thanks everybody, uh, tune in to Jimmy Kimmel Live tomorrow <laughs> night, where we're gonna be uh, you know showing off our videos for you know two million people or however many watch that, right? And uh, we. Uh, just kind of then started putting away the cables. There wasn't any applause or anything like that. <laughs> and uh, I love the coiling of the, the coiling of the saddest part of the show. Yeah. I, I, I empathize. We were just, <laughs> just, I mean, it really got to me. And then we're like, where's the lady? Like, we need to get well, our check. Here's the one shining moment of that is that there was a guy in the audience who said, who knew our show. And I think he was a he, teacher he was a there teacher or something. There, yeah. And he saw us at the Empty Bottle in Chicago, mm-hmm. like, Six years ago, or right. something like that, and he's like, "What are you guys doing here?" <laughs> so it was. It, so that you realize was this is like valid super, question. That was yeah. the valid yeah. exactly. Yeah. And we said, "I don't know. What are we doing?" Here? <laughs> and uh, so we had to track down the the lady. We're like, "Do you know where the lady is?" Who's you know? And they're like, "She's in her office." We kind of said, "Hey, we're here." And normally you get a thanks for coming. Right. Usually it's great show. We'd love to have you back. But uh, the, and or at the very least, thanks for coming. Right. Know? And she just kind of was like, we said, hey, you know, uh, thanks for having us. And uh, I don't know, are we are you going to send the check? Or are we going to get it? And she kind of was like, oh yes, here, and handed us the check. Oh, and we're like, well, thanks. You know, we'd love to come back sometime. You know, you have to kind of be in in mode, the mode <laughs> right. to do that. And uh, and she's just like, what did she say? I, I think, don't know. She I, just dismissed us. I think and, she just said yeah. safe travels. You know and. Uh, <laughs> And then we got it. We drove back and got on a plane, and they were flying us first class to Los Angeles directly. To be. <laughs> so we flew to Los day. Angeles, and they're like, "Would you like some uh, a mimosa and a hot towel?" You know, we're like, wow. "Yes." <laughs> we could, and and uh, so I think that that's when we realized, like, we went from the worst gig we've right. ever played to probably one of the highlights, yeah. and it just like, extremes. That, that just must be what it is like for every performer, no matter that's, how. I mean, that's actually. I mean, that's yeah. It makes you feel better. Like yeah. it's yes. just because we're all in the same I, boat. I, yeah, it's the ups and downs. Like, and you know, people who are in the worlds we're in think that it's just like, ah, hey, you just have a great time yeah. all the time. But it's like, no, it's can be fucking terrible. Yeah, but what, and then immediately yeah. great. I think that's what sets us. Like, I think that's why we do what we do. Right. Is because I think that well, me, I know me personally. I kind of love the bad shows. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I don't love them while they're happening, but in hindsight, absolutely. I just yeah. I'm a big fan Case of. Case in point, the reason we've got. I, I would rather have a show. Be- My band, Oxford Collapse, our yep. first tour, also 2004. Open for Franz Ferdinand in Seattle. Yep. Showbox, you know. Nice. Uh, sold out, amazing, triumphant. Next night, 
were playing in a Chinese restaurant <laughs> to 18 people in the basement. Yes. And, tor- we can- and we have to set up the PA. Tor five. That is, that's what <laughs> it's all about. Tor five I- weeks with High on Fire. Yeah. Best shows we've ever played. Yeah. One night off, we play Eureka, California in a fish restaurant to four people. <laughs> no. It's and the extremes. Leave though. the punk house we were going to crash at because it's too disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Pepperoni on the floor. <laughs> I, I love the extremes, though. Yeah, I, I want either like an awesome show or just a Go shitty show. Right. Don't the ones in the middle. Them. Yeah, you forget yeah. the ones hey, in the middle. Yeah. Just a, another quick question: Do, Are there ever any worst gigs uh, revolving around technical difficulties? Yes. Where you got plugging in wires. Here's a nightmare one. Here's a nightmare situation. I still like I lose sleep yeah. over this one. We played a high school in Dubuque, Iowa. We're playing a high <laughs> Our school. Our target audience. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh but we're playing two shows for 600 kids at a time, mm-hmm. which is is a nightmare to begin with. Right. Because the shortest attention spans you can imagine. Right. Our show is kind of four short attention spans, but I think they had us beat on right. this yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we show up and we're dealing with this guy and he brings over an XLR cable or something and he's like, he goes, I don't know, do you have something that can plug into this? And you know, we have to run our, our video and we have to do mics and everything. And I was like, do you have like some sort of like a DI box or something that we could, and he had no idea what we were talking about. Because <laughs> he's he was a science teacher. He, no, he's a social studies he's teacher. Social right. studies teacher. We're dealing with the social studies teacher with this equipment from like I 1963. I just watched the AV club. I helped them out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and this is, by the way, this is in the basketball state, the, the, uh, the gymnasium. Basketball, yeah, the gymnasium. Oh, that yeah. sounds yeah. hard to deal with. No, exactly. It's just so, <laughs> They're in the, and the system is from like 1963. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we had to just deal with that. And the mic's cutting out the whole time, and they already have a short attention span. Right. The worst. The I, worst. I, yeah. I was truly afraid that they were going to devour it. Like, actually, oh, and they brought up the laser pointers uh, yeah. at one point. <laughs> and so the audio would keep cutting out, and we'd have to be like, bear with us here. And we'd kind of be like, <laughs> we're supposed to be performing, but we're like, they're, jig- you know, kind of jiggling the XLR cable, and it kind of like, right. you know. There's laser pointers dancing yeah. on the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's it's, times like that you wish there's a mechanical bull. Yeah, seriously. From the, yeah. And let's not forget about the mechanical bull. <laughs> yeah. All right, well. To bring this all full circle, yes. I mean, amaze, all these amazing stories. Yeah. Question that we ask all of our guests. What do you guys think of the word gig? gig. I hate it. I really <laughs> hate it. I can't, I don't say it. I really, I really can't say it. Like, I, I don't <laughs> like it at all. Well, and I, I hate too. I have British friends and they're like, oh yeah, we saw a great gig last night. Uh-huh. They use it as show. Like right. a gig normally is if you're a performer, you say you're, you're gigging or you're right. Yeah. gig. Right. But I, if you're in a band, so go ahead and use it, but for what we do, our little video show, I wouldn't. I would hesitate to call it a gig. I don't know if it would qualify. I don't know. I don't know why I hate it. That's a, such a good question because I didn't realize I had such an opinion on it. But I know that I, I usually don't use the. I avoid yeah. the word gig right. whenever it's I can. A, it's a visceral reaction. We have to say have. it all the time now, just because yeah. it's in the title of our yeah. show. Right. Uh, right. We are vehemently yeah. opposed. <laughs> yeah. I, ha- I have not grown to love it Although, as it's become the title. I should, uh, an addendum, we, I say we're vehemently opposed every time. We get a different opinion yeah. every time. And I think our minds have opened up to the idea that maybe in different contexts. What do people who like it, what do they say? What's their reason? Well, we had for... one the other day where, where he was saying that a gig um, signifies a paid show, yeah. which if we had never a, really and, heard And as of. a comedian, oh. that was his version. Oh, like see. if he's doing a show, that's an improv show. But if it's a gig, then he's He's getting paid because oh, you, I know. see. But it, you know, it depends. We see either you know older musicians usually are are a little bit finer with it, like because they're just kind of used to saying it. Some people enjoy uh, the eye saying it ironically. Yeah. Hey, some man, people, if you're it. if you're in a punk world at all, you're definitely like, no, we went to shows, <laughs> yeah. and then there are concerts, 
but a gig is like fucking you know johnny blues back yeah it would like be on the cracker at bb king yes. yeah yeah right yeah. right um so yeah it's it, it spans it spans the globe but yes. it's uh we'll we'll rack rack you guys up with uh yeah throw with it that. so yeah. two, put us on the hate two thumbs Good. down <laughs> perfect <laughs> so joe and nick uh um, again amazing stories you got things are, are moving you're blowing up you're on tv you're Cross, crisscrossing the country. Oh, we're huge. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, thing, a lot of things are happening. We did it. You, you did do it, and you're doing it. <laughs> you are it. doing mm-hmm. it. And you're traveling a lot. Yes. And I don't know where the next stop on your uh, the train for you guys is. But all I know is that Jeff and I want you to, to get, get home safe. safe. <laughs> Thank you. Worst gig ever. 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 ever.